0: Hey there guys, Uh, haven't made a recording here in a little while, um, but I've just been pressed and felt like it was time to share something uh, again, and so I'm going to be talking a bit about (laughs) perfection. Uh, The Lord has been uh, opening my eyes to see in the Word of God um, the call that we are um, demanded to pursue, uh, in the area of perfection. Uh, and so I, I want to, um, open up with some prayer and, uh, just ask the Lord to take this teaching and make it come alive. Um, it says in the gospels that the words that Jesus spoke were spirit and life that they weren't just words, they weren't just empty words, but they were words that were spirit and life. And I want that to be true of uh, everything I say in this, uh, but in life in general. Um, So Lord, we call on you, Holy Spirit, I ask that you take the words that I say and that you allow every person who hears them to receive In the name of Jesus, I just speak life to every hearer. Uh, Give them ears to hear in Jesus' name. And yeah, bless our hearts with your word. Let your word sink deep into our hearts and let it spring up into everlasting, abundant fruit uh, in your kingdom. Uh, We bless you, Father, and thank you uh, for your grace and for your love. Uh, You're so rich in mercy. And you're so abundant in your love towards your people. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> so the first verse I want to share is from Matthew chapter 5. It's Matthew chapter five, forty-eight, 48. And it simply says this. It says, therefore, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. And that is a pretty challenging statement, <laughs> if you, you if you think about that. <laughs> uh, so just as much as God the Father in heaven is perfect, that's how perfect we are commanded by Jesus to be. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty crazy because that's absolutely impossible for a person in their own strength to do. And I love, I love that (laughs) because that is the essence of the gospel is that which is impossible with men is possible with God. And he's able to do uh, everything he said in his word, he's able to perform. Uh, it's impossible for us in our own strength to perform the word of God, but through the Holy Spirit, who is God himself, he is the one who empowers us to live the word um, and to speak the word. So that's the call. We're called to be perfect as God is perfect. Uh, The area where this is coming from the context uh is Matthew chapter 5 which is the sermon on the mount and uh a lot of the sermon on the mount is showcasing just the righteousness of God and his his character uh and how his you know in the old testament the law was more of an outward thing but Jesus talks a ton about the heart um says if you look at a woman to lust for you've committed adultery with her in your heart. Um, Other verses uh, like that talking about the heart. Um, And so he's talking about a perfect righteousness. And that kind of leads into this next verse. So that's for the sake of time, because this is... I've got a lot to say and I can tell this is going long so <laughs> hopefully it doesn't go too long. All right, one second. This is going to be Hebrews Hebrews chapter 10 it's verse 14. Man, Hebrews chapter 10 is a beautiful chapter. If you ever get time to just meditate, that's an amazing chapter to just sit in and just see how righteous God has made us. But verse uh, 14 for by one offering, Jesus has perfected forever. Those who are being sanctified. (laughs) So if you are being sanctified, you have been, you've yielded your life to the Lord and the Holy Spirit is sanctifying you, and that process of sanctification is ongoing in your life, then in God's sight, you're perfect. You're literally perfect. You've been given perfect righteousness through the efficacy of Jesus, through his finished work on the cross. You are literally perfect in the sight of the Father. And not only perfect right now, but you will be perfect forever. You're always going to be perfect. And I think for me, the power of this truth is is accepting that, is receiving that uh, Colossians uh, twenty three talks about how we are holy blameless and above reproach in the sight of God, uh, as long as we continue in the faith. So there's this continuing to be in the faith, which is that process of being sanctified, as long as you're open to being sanctified, and you're staying within the faith, then you're perfect, you're wholly blameless and above reproach in God's sight. He sees you that way. So we need to realize that he sees us that way. And if we continue going on in this chapter, in Hebrews chapter 10, it talks about how we have boldness to access, uh, to draw near and uh, to access um, the throne of God, the throne of grace. And that's incredible. I've got a bit more to flesh out here. So I'm gonna flip over to... Flip over to Philippians. Ha ha ha. Never heard that before. Okay, and then chapter 3, Philippians, verses 12 through 16. Now, not that I have already attained, this is Paul speaking, or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything, You think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. I love this section. It's amazing. You see Paul saying, okay, I'm not yet there. I'm not literally perfect right now at the time that he wrote that. But he said, but I'm not, I'm going to press on. I'm going to forget the things which are behind me and I'm going after this thing. And he says that he's pressing on towards the prize, towards the upward call that God has called him to in Jesus Christ. Could it be that the call that he's seeking after is literally being sinlessly perfect? I present to you that it could be and it probably is exactly that, because if he's saying that he's that he's not already perfected in the sense of being completely sinless in this life, then that would I would conclude that that has to be what he's actually seeking to be uh, but what's interesting too, verse fifteen says, therefore let us as many as are mature, if you look at the word mature. It means those who are complete, who are um, who have become a full age, and those who have been made perfect. <laughs> so it's, in a sense, he's saying, I'm not literally perfect, and yet I am. Um, I don't know how that works, other than to say, I think what he's saying is, he is perfect in the sight of God. And he is yet not completely perfect in the way he's living his life entirely. But he's pressing on towards that. And he's saying, to the degree that you've attained that uh, walk by the same rule of forgetting what's behind and pressing forward after perfection. And so I think this is just a really clear call to us that we are to go after being perfect. Um, Colossians 3.14 says, but above all these things, put on love. And speaking of love, he says this about it. He says, love, which is the bond of perfection. In other places, it says, Jesus said it, and so did Paul and it's all throughout the new testament is that uh love is the fulfillment of the law the law is god's perfect righteous standard so if love fulfills it if you're living in love out of love you you're not going to do any harm to your neighbor you're you're not going to break the commandments towards god or people if it's love and so i think that's that's the biggest call that we are to pursue as we're pursuing to be holy as the heavenly father, our father is holy, that we're pursuing to become just a person who lives constantly from a place of pure love for God and pure love for other people. And I think our love that it. It can be perfectly pure, but we should acknowledge with Paul as he was saying in Philippians that at least for most of us, probably all of us, we we're not perfect yet. Our love isn't completely absolutely a hundred percent pure. But I think I think it can be, and I think that's that's what we should aim after. Um, scripture seems to be compelling us to that. Uh, I've been reading a book. It's called the possibilities of grace. Uh, I'm going to share it's by, uh, Osbury Lowry, Lowry, L O W R E Y and a really good book. And, but it's going through a lot of different things, um, throughout church history, um, talking about John Wesley and the the uh yeah the Methodists and uh other kind of schools of thought similar to them that were really pursuing this idea of perfection and pursuing it as if it's actually attainable and possible for us um but I was also reading in um possibilities of grace that in, in it has a whole section of the early church fathers, um, of the patristic fathers. And I wanted to read to you a quote. Just This is just one of them, but there's quote after quote of them saying the same things. Um, similar to this. I'll read it. Um, let's see. Uh, let me just get you the name. This is by Clement of Alexandria. He says this. But they who have been perfected in love through the grace of God hold the place of the godly who shall be manifest as the uh, visitation of the kingdom of Christ. Love permits not to sin. So he's essentially saying the same thing we read in Colossians 3.14, that love is the perfection uh, and and I just uh, I've been really, really pressed to pursue this, uh, to actually go after being sinlessly perfect because that is the place to pursue. Maybe I'll never actually get there, but Jesus did. And why can't we, if we being people fill with the spirit of God, just as Jesus who is God was in a body why why couldn't we do the same first john chapter 2 verse 6 says he who says he abides in him abides in jesus ought himself also to walk just as he walked so if jesus walked that way scripture is telling us we can will we ever that's that's who knows but we are absolutely called to this um and then I'm just going to end with this last section. Um, the Lord, when I woke up this morning, um, it just kind of flashed through my spirit. The Holy Spirit um, gave me this verse for the day, and I think it's only fitting that I share this uh, as a closing thought. so first thessalonians five twenty three and twenty four Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. (laughs) That's amazing. So verse 23, he says, may the God of peace himself so this is a work that God himself is doing. The God of peace, may he himself sanctify, which I looked up the the Greek word there for sanctify. It literally means to make holy, to purify or to consecrate um, and to make something to be holy. So he's going to make you holy holy. And then after that, he says, not just like a little bit holy, but the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. That's impressive to me. (laughs) That's crazy guys. So that you would be completely holy entirely holy without any blemish there there would be nothing unholy about you not not even a fraction that's 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 what he's saying <laughs> that's what he's calling you to and he says this um in verse 24 that he who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. <gasps> so he will do it. So he's gonna do this process. He's, he's taking you towards that aim. He's taking you that way, that direction. You are being perf- perfected, being freed from sin. Romans six says that we are to reckon ourselves to consider ourselves to be dead indeed to sin but alive indeed unto Christ Jesus so if we're to do that if you're to actually consider yourself dead to it that means you can't commit it if if you're dead to it you have no ability to do that so you can you can obviously hear how uh I want to be careful in the way in which I say this in a way that doesn't, um, overstep or, um, miss, uh, leave room for grace for if you're not there. And I wouldn't consider myself yet to be there, but I want to be there. Um, yeah, so, (laughs) but he says... That he God Himself would sanctify you completely, uh, and I just went to the Greek, to just you know, make sure it's really meaning completely. But it literally says in the Greek uh, to complete to the end. So He's going to sanctify you completely to the end, going to to the very furthest point of being sanctified. Uh, it also means. Absolutely perfect, so he's going to make you absolutely perfectly holy. Whoa, crazy <laughs> That's what we're called to, guys. We're called to be saints, um so many of us aware of the identity that we're a sinner. But the Bible speaks of people who've been born again, uh, that they're new creatures and that they used to be sinners, but no longer are they. Um, even though if you do stumble into sin, there's total grace and freedom um, found in the Lord. So this is really long, but I hope this really stirs you and will press you on because perfection biblically, is not only what we're called to, but it is possible. Who has actually attained it? Well, obviously Jesus did, because he he is the perfect one. But we can, and we should seek for that. So, my exhortation to you is simply just believe the word of God, if God says that you are perfect. If you've been perfected forever, or Colossians one, I believe it's 23, it might be 21. It's right around there, or 22. uh, That says that you are wholly blameless and above reproach in God's sight. Just receive that and believe that. And Out of that will flow um, a deeper level of perfection and love. And um, man, that is how we represent Jesus, is by being just like him. So let's pray and just yield to the Holy Spirit and just thank him for his love and turn our hearts to him. So Holy Spirit, we thank you that you live inside of believers, that you have made us perf- perfect and that you are perfecting us and that through you it is possible for us to be completely free from sin. I pray that you empower us to do that. Lord, I acknowledge myself not yet being there but I want to be, and I know that it is possible. Uh, Lord, would you make us just like Jesus, and would you cause our life to um, manifest him, Holy Spirit. Uh, the world needs him, and we we want to be vessels through which uh, your glory is revealed. Uh, we bless your name, and Lord, let every person hearing the, truth today uh, have an open heart to receive the the word you've spoken uh, and just be empowered by truth because you said in your word that truth when we know it intimately would set us free so lord if it's not setting us free it can't be truth so lord i pray that this truth would absolutely set every listener totally free Cause you said in your word in Romans 6 that we are free from sin so thank you Jesus and uh, we just worship you in holiness tonight and we bless you we praise you you are a good good father and uh, we stand in awe of who you are and what you've done for us on the cross in Jesus mighty precious name Amen.